welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Mm, welcome, welcome. I am so excited to be here today. I took the morning off and I relaxed. It's 9.16, if you can believe that. Holy moly. Um, so I am going to get this off because I can. There is things open that shouldn't be open. And this is, I'm going to simplify life. So on that note, now we've simplified. I will have no more interruptions. <laughs> so I got my drink and I visited with Ursula and I took Toulouse out and I don't even know where he is. He must be downstairs. He's not up here. So uh, it's just, it's just us. And I have been just really savoring my life and noticing how the expansion that I experienced in the last month is now overflowing into my life in New Jersey. And let me just give you some examples. One, there's very little mess in my room, which is wonderful and awesome. And, <clears throat> and let me just give you a <laughs> comparison. <clears throat> so I came back from a month away. I had a lot of stuff. And I brought all the stuff that had to be dealt with into my room, which there's not a lot of floor space. There's some, <clears throat> but somehow everything got sorted and put away. I don't even remember doing it. And I have um, a container to go in the attic and that's it. And a couple pieces of clothing on my dresser to put away, a couple books, but it's overall just well taken care of. This weekend, I will be getting ready for my festivals that I'll be doing. And I'm really excited about those. And it's just like magic. So another thing I noticed with the expansion is that I'm even more in love than ever with my art students. And I got a new student and I couldn't help but just feel it was a homecoming. Her name is Grace and she's beautiful. And I felt like I know her, like from the inside out, like I know this woman. And... I, I don't know. It's like souls meaning souls. We do know each other. We're finding each other again. And I had my regular people coming in and I had another new student and it was like heaven. It was, um, I felt so overjoyed when I, I had a student, um, do like catch on to something I was teaching. I couldn't help but give them a quick squeeze, a, a hug, a squeeze the arm. Um, it just, it's, it's me kind of unleashed because I've always been fairly reserved because I got so much grief as a child for being overly affectionate and touchy. And my mom was not touchy. She did not hug us um, after we were a certain age. She was not like being touchy-feely with us at all. And so I became very reserved, uh, you know, for whatever reason. And then even when I had Bella, I wanted my daughter to not have energy stolen from her. So I jumped through some hoops to make sure that her wishes were respected and 
uh, that she had the power to say no. So I didn't smother her in kisses and stuff as an infant. I waited until she was old enough to say no, she didn't like it, or yes, she did. And then I began that process. And now more than ever, I know she can say no. And I smother her with love. And it's almost as though I'm meeting me. I'm meeting me. I'm catching up with me. This expansion that I'm going through has been permission to re-engage all aspects of me, including the aspects that were very affectionate and loving and kind and and um, just present. So my teaching with my students is off the charts. It's like entered a new realm of of wonder for me. The new students and the older students are all creating new flows of possibility. And watching them learn, watching them explore new mediums and, and interact with their inner selves through the process of creating and co-creating art is so magical. And Grace, I don't change my language for people. So the same language I use with you as the same language I use in my art class, um, although it's different topics, so maybe certain words don't cross over so much. But Grace was hearing about connecting with her inner self and being in relationship through the art and creating art through layers and not just like, oh, I'm going to paint a, a beach scene, you know? And she was getting off on it. She was very excited and she was like, I really like how you talk. Now, I don't know if this is something she's familiar with or if it's all brand new to her. And that's fine. It's totally fine. I am sharing the joy I have of being a co-creator with the world. And sometimes it's in the art class and often it's with my friends and sometimes it's with my daughter and it's with music and sometimes it's on the island creating new spaces. So what happens though is when we're fully engaged in that co-creative process, we are also engaged in the expansion of who we are. And when we tap that expansion, we get bliss, we get happy, we get joy. I mean, this is, this is who we truly are. And when we engage in that relationship, we feel so alive and on fire. And when we contract, we feel miserable. But then we blame the outside world for that miserable rather than taking ownership of the fact that we chose contraction. We chose to step out of relationship with the co-creative process. So we have to just change our minds and get back into that co-creative process and start enjoying life again. A lot of people do this vicariously through their children. God bless you. Do it through your children, but then own it for yourself. Don't let your children be the excuse for it because then when they go to college, you're miserable because now you have no outlet for expansion and you will contract. Hence the empty nest syndrome. It's not necessary to go through empty nest syndrome unless you put all your eggs in that basket, but you are a co-creator and you don't need that relationship to do it. Do not make your children your false gods, all right? They are false gods if you put them in the place of where your relationship with all that is is supposed to be. If your relationship with all that is is determined by your relationship with your children, you're in trouble. If it's determined by your relationship with your job, you're in trouble. If it's determined by your relationship with money, you're in trouble. If it's determined by your relationship with your partner, you're still in trouble. It has to come before those. And when you make that relationship your end all, that relationship with source energy, God, 
universe, consciousness, whatever you want to call it, that is the core. That is the meat of this experience. I like to call it the cake. And I say that all the time. So that is your core. And when that's in place, and that's based on truths that you own, and my truth is God is love, therefore all is love, and that which is not God is illusion. When it's based on those core truths that you feel resonate in every cell of your body, and your heart says yes every time it hears it, yes, 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 then you have a platform to do your world, to do your life and your journey. And what that means is that every single choice I make, I balance against my core truth, God is love and everything else is illusion. And when I weigh it against that, then I know what is real and what is not. It is so beautiful. And then I take in the real and I release the illusion. I don't, I don't want illusion in my life. Why would I be juggling with illusion? Why would I be juggling with the possibility of contraction, which is what illusion is? It's contraction. So I, I want everything to do with love and I give nothing to illusion. So this is um, this, this resonance, this resonance of creation. And this is what we all have at our fingertips. Whew. So for myself, noticing that in another area of my life, I generated a massive expansion that was on the island. It was with friends. It was with my spaces, with my guests. It was so phenomenal and beautiful. And I, I was feeling the momentum building so much of my world expanding. And yet, I have no idea when I'm moving back to the island permanently. But I feel it in my body. And this time I'm going to own it. And I'll own it until God tells me, now we're traveling. Now we're doing this. Now we're doing that. And that's fine. I feel such a power in my relationship with source energy and knowing that it is it is so on point it is so has my back um this relationship with source energy knows what's coming i don't have to i can just be the partner who deals with the present here and now and that's all i want to do just the present here and now i have so much energy from this knowing and to be able to be in a space and just affect my immediate space, to know my immediate space is enough. That's what, that's all I want. And I have like the next three days, well, I have one class on Sunday, but I have the next three days off to just do me and that's relaxing. But I, I am not overwhelmed by my festivals coming up. I am going to set up a pseudo um, presentation, like a pseudo display for my face painting and body painting that I'm doing next weekend. I'm going to set it up in the front yard. I'm going to create it as if I'm doing it in the front yard and maybe I will face paint some local children. Um, so that'll be like tomorrow. I mean, I'm like super psyched because I have things to tweak out. I totally am redoing my setup. I used to have a 10 by 10 tent. I used to put tables under it. Um, I used to hang um, these beautiful um, uh, tutus all the way around it. I'm not doing that. I'm doing a cantilevering umbrella, which is very different. I have these two, um, I don't know what they are. They're like 
when you go someplace and they have these barricades set up, but they're poles, they're poles with ropes between them. So I got these two poles and I'm going to use those to define a side to give me a back. And um, they're like fluorescent orange with reflective tape on top. And I don't think that's the look I'm going for. So I'm going to build covers for those. I might even be minimizing the supplies I take because I just did a music festival with the face painting and I had very little and I did so much with this very little that I had. So I think I'm going to just dumb down what I bring and go simple and play big. That's my plan. So um, I might have balloons and I ordered a sign. So I'm really excited. I love to be professional. I love, love, love being professional. And I want to take professional um, into a simplicity. Like I, I want it to be simple. It doesn't have to be like fully setting up my home out on this place where I'm just doing it for a day. It'd be one thing if it was for a week or something. It makes sense to go all out. But for, for a few hours that I'm going to be working my butt off the whole time, I think uh, simple and to the point is going to be ideal. So, 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 um, okay. So today is all about recognizing the expansion in your life and then how you will move forward with that expansion. So for myself, like if I was in a place that wasn't so conscious and aware, I would see my expansion on the Island and travel I would look outside of me to determine, ah, oh, that was because I was on the island and because I was traveling. But that is not the way we're supposed to do this. So expansion, I used the island, I used the music festival, and I created a lot of momentum with that. But the expansion was within me. The expansion was irregardless of time, space, and um, environment, right? So it was within me. I chose the expansion and now I can continue to choose to live in that expanded state and continue to expand regardless of the fact that I'm not on an island and I'm not traveling. So that's what I'm choosing to do. And I'm even using these couple quiet days not to numb out, not to escape from this exciting and overwhelming experience of expansion, but I'm using it to nurture myself and to be kind and to play and have fun and um and and really savor and i used that word earlier to really savor the process of being in expansion now there's another element to this too and it's very important when you do these big leaps of expansion to recognize what is no longer a match for your frequency and those things have to be released because they no longer are serving you if it's holding you down in a lower place. If you, if you don't let go of it, you're going to lose your momentum. If you don't let go of it, you're not going to expand anymore. So it has to be addressed. It has to be released. It has to be like let go of in the sense that we no longer engage it. So what does that look like? Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's super awesome. Like super, super awesome. It is a huge thing to be able to look at your life. And I've done this many times and said, wow, this relationship doesn't serve me. Um, I was just reading a, a document I wrote, Divorce Through the Eyes of Love. And it was about my divorce to Bella's dad. And it was about really being able to get out of the box and see the big picture. And how we both chose to leave our personal journeys to create this false dual journey that we didn't really verbalize we didn't really agree upon and it was false because it wasn't the journey we both had in our hearts 
as independent people. So we went on a separate one and Bella was at the core of that, but then it became something based completely in illusion. You know, Bella was the only real part of it. And so Bella still continues to be the core of our relationship, um, even divorced, you know, it doesn't, it didn't affect, it didn't affect the purpose of our coming together because that was pure. That was love. And it was all about Bella. So, um, it's important to look at your life and find the things that are rubbing you the wrong way. Find the things that are harming and hurting, find the things that are causing distress, overwhelm, anxiety, and recognize that there is a thought behind that, that it should be different. There's a thought behind it, a belief system behind it. And what is that belief behind it? Is that belief behind it that so-and-so should be acting different? So-and-so should be treating you better. Uh, this job should be paying you more. Uh, what is the belief that's causing you the discomfort? Now, can you let go of the belief or can you bring into alignment the situation in a way that addresses your true belief? And what if your true belief, what if you've come into the box, okay, into what you know, with this belief you have that you're worth more, right? Your belief is I'm worth more, but you've, you've 3D'd the belief to my job doesn't pay me enough. And that is all about lack. Everything, if we want to get out of the box, is going to be based on abundance. It's going to be based on win-win. So the win-win could be that uh, I will have a win by finding a, a job or employing myself in a way that honors the highest of all of my gifts, the highest good of me, and I know that the world will respond in kind and see my value and give me my worth, and then I can release this company to find that good match for them who appreciates what they are offering. Because if you're not appreciating your uh, boss is offering your business, the, the workspace that you're in, if you're not appreciating it, you're causing more harm than good because you are also showering negativity into the workspace. So it's a win-win. You take your negativity out. You uh, feel more honored and valued where you're going to, and they're able to fill your space with someone else who feels honored and valued. How cool is that? It's going to be that way in every situation that you address that is holding you back from your, the momentum of your expansion. And expansion is a great choice. I won't say contraction is not a great choice because you can learn a lot from contraction, but it's not the fun choice. So if you want to be happy and have fun and uh, have a choice that aligns with that, it's going to be expansion. And how does expansion look for you? Where have you been holding yourself back? Where have you wanted to create but blew it off? Uh, with any number of excuses, I don't have enough time, I don't deserve this, uh, no one wants to be with me, whatever. It's up to you to leap, to leap out of the box and, and jump on that bandwagon. And at first it's going to feel foreign but you do have people in your life to support you. And at the very least, you have me, all right? And I'm sure there's other people that will support you when you leap. But again, I'm here. So I have your back. I can fully send you love and support as you venture into the unknown. And it may be scary at first, but I'm telling you, I do it every single day. And there is no greater joy than leaping into the abyss the abyss of the unknown 
and you can't see where you're going to land, but there's always, always, always that beautiful landing. And then there's these opportunities and possibilities that meet you in that, that amazing place of unknown. You are creating the world around you. And when you leap off that abyss, you're doing it in lightning time. Speed of light is what happens because you are light. You are a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous light of the universe and you deserve to play big. And that means you're going to shine and you're going to expand. Woo! This was a long podcast. So, you know, absolutely 100%. I love you from the bottom of my heart. I'm sending you big hugs and kisses. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.